And we are underway with our number uh, three of the morning show here on KDAL. Nice to have you along on this Valentine's Day. Uh, turns out that over the past couple of years, what are called lab-grown diamonds have been uh, mass-produced, which is pretty much throwing the natural diamond industry into a bit of a crisis and uh, changing the way that we shop for jewelry. According to the Gemological Institute of America, lab-grown diamonds have the same chemical and physical properties as the actual natural mined versions. In 2019, the Federal Trade Commission determined that the lab-grown diamonds are in fact real diamonds and don't have to be called synthetic or anything like that. Since then, lab-grown sales have shot up some 38%. They can cost anywhere from 75 to 90% less than the natural diamonds. Uh, De Beers, the world's largest diamond producer and distributor, has cut the price of the real diamonds now by as much as 25% because of falling demand. They've also launched a a subsidiary brand called Lightbox to offer their own luxury lab-grown diamonds. So there you go. If diamonds are a girl's, girl's best, best friend. friend still. Well, doesn't matter if they're real diamonds or lab-grown diamonds. They're the same thing, apparently. Well, I'll tell but you But the lab-grown are cheaper. The beers yeah. and uh, some of the other diamond folks down in South Africa. You know, South Africa right. is a they big di- diamond. Mine a lot of them down there. Right? Have hoarded the diamonds. Oh. Uh, they're raw diamonds. They yeah. uh, dig them up. They store them. Mm. And they pretty much artificially control the market out there. Not anymore. So now, artificially, <laughs> the right. market is going against them. Yep. So now they're uh, cutting their prices and, I suppose, uh, putting more out there. So, Well, there you we'll go. See. If you like that shiny stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, it's an appropriate story here on Valentine's Day. You know, each of us spend $185 on Valentine's, Neil. Do, Do we really? That's the average... Uh, Huh? Average spending on Valentine's. Nobody's Day. ever spent that on me, Dave. Nobody spent. Story. I've never spent on anybody else either. But uh, I, uh, I guess if you take somebody out to dinner, give them a bouquet of roses, a box of chocolates, you're, you're talking over a hundred bucks. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. So depending on where you go to dinner, right? Well, you got to so go, go to a fancy place on Valentine's. Honey, Day. we're going yeah. to. Where's your choice? <laughs> McDonald's Subway, or McDonald's, yeah. Culver's, Hardee's. <laughs> Oh, uh, where would you like to go? Well, dear, I'd yeah. like to go to the Pickwick. What? <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mentioned the price the, up a little bit. I do mention the Pickwick. I'm going there for lunch today. But, oh, are uh, you really? So wow, good for you. We've got a meeting there. But, the uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. The mm-hmm. the uh, A dinner for two out yeah. and about without, without the uh, trappings of the bouquet. Yeah, just and, the dinner alone. Uh, I, would yeah. Say, I would say if you went to... Uh, most restaurants around town, a dinner for two and you got a steak or something like mm-hmm. that or a uh, main right. entree. Maybe lobster. And, and, and you didn't, well, then you're <laughs> up in your ante there a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Although well. I hear they've got some good deals over well, at for Dreamland. For steak, I do a filet, and that's about the same as a lobster. Steak and lobster out in Dreamland. I saw somebody posted this huge lobster they got out in Dreamland. They bought really? it for their 90-year-old uh, wow. grandma or something like that. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you're looking at a hundred plus mm. uh, bucks for a yeah. couple, okay. and that's uh, that's probably not including any alcohol beverages. So, mm-hmm. and there are some places out there that it's, uh, you know, the minimum price on a steak yeah. at some places is like forty five bucks. Oh boy! 
and and on yeah. up, depending on what you're going to get. So maybe they're not that far off with the average of 185. 185 nationwide. I mean, other places nationwide. are more expensive so, around here. Obviously. So if you go out to dinner and you have a glass of wine or something mm-hmm. like that, and you get some roses and or whatever, yeah, and. And yeah, it could be 180 to 200 bucks nationwide. We will spend a total of 25.8 billion dollars on Valentine's Day. Well, that's a good. Holy right moly. on, baby! I'm gonna. Right. I'm, I'm, Who says we were short of money around here? I'm buying for uh, <laughs> two people today, two right. sweethearts today. So well, that's good. There you go. And then, uh, then of course we've got the the little the little one. Of course, Valentine's Day for little kids is a big thing. Do they still do the school where you get one for everybody in the class? You know, I don't, I'll have to. I, I remember doing you, that. He goes to preschool, yeah. so we'll have to find out after he goes today. <laughs> you have to so, buy the Valentines in bulk so you have enough of them to I remember, give to everybody. I remember my mom doing that. Okay, Neil, now fill these off for these kids. Okay, <laughs> right. so I, here's my little Valentine for all the people. And then all the kids run around and give Valentines to everybody. Right. And then you got some candy and that sort of and thing. And then some poor little kid in the corner gets none. And oh, they feel all sorry. Get something. <laughs> the teachers always they raffle make sure something. that, so, yeah, everybody gets a little Little uh, Hellion Johnny does get something ah, so the, the kid that never pays attention or is always <laughs> that was me that was me i really when i was Uh-oh. in first grade i uh would go and walk around and talk to kids <laughs> the t- i drove the poor teacher nuts and she grabbed me and she took me into the side room which in those days in the old days it was called the cloak room yeah and she said neil please take off your glasses I took off my glasses, and she grabbed me like this, and grabbed me by the shirt, and and lifted me up, and shook me up. Stop oh this! Goodness. And that was pretty much. It. So you were basically a politician, even in first grade, out there. Yeah, I was out there pressing talking the to flesh kids and talking around. And then they had parent-teacher conferences, mm-hmm. and the same teacher she told my mom I was the most horrible child she'd ever dealt with. <laughs> Well, so. be thankful you only got shook up. I remember uh, you didn't get a rap on the, the knuckles. Paddle, the paddle, on, or or the paddle, on the yeah. knuckles, the paddle on the knuckles, the paddle on Batutsky. Yeah. So, uh, you did all right. Some of those old days, I remember people. T- my mom told me that for a while, when she was a little kid, uh, the folks sent her to a, a, a Catholic grade school. Mm-hmm. Now, they weren't Catholic. Oh, those but, nuns are tough. And she, she said the nuns yeah. were pretty, uh, pretty tough. I can... They can uh, Kinda, make it tough for you make, to sit make down you, for Make a while. you straight. Make you, <laughs> make you walk a straight right. line there. Uh, we got uh, no Bruce Siski today, but that means that uh, we have Robo sports and Tom Robick. Instead, hype, Tom. I went to a Catholic grade school, Did and you? that was taught by nuns. Did you ever get wrapped in the knuckles, Everything Ryan? you're saying is true. <laughs> 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 and you're a better man for we it today. Uh, one of the yeah. nuns who was, uh, was kind of like the head administrator, and she... She was a top shorter nun, as they woman. Say. Like Tom Wilma. Cruise, top nun. Uh, no, no, she wasn't the top she nun. Wasn't the top she, nun? No, oh. she was uh, administrator. Oh, okay. You know, Sister St. Luke <laughs> was the top nun. Ooh. But Sister Wilma used to ride around in the hallways on a scooter. Oh, boy. So she can get to wherever she <laughs> you was. run over toes quickly. And stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. You <laughs> got out of her way. <laughs> uh, Sister Mary Nunn, I remember them well. Yeah. There yeah. was a whole lot of those. All right, let's uh, get into sports, what do you say? Okay. So <laughs> on a Valentine's so... Day. By the way, we were talking Valentine's, and we used to give out Valentine's to everybody in the class. I don't know if they still do we that. We did that, too. I, yeah, I brought I didn't that up know. yesterday. We used yeah. to make, we used to take shoe boxes right, and, and just decorate them. Loads of... And then you'd exchange lunches. Oh, my so goodness. So you put the lunch in the shoe box, and, oh, and okay. that was a hit or miss, Boy. let me tell you. Yeah, some kids' uh, lunch might be a whole lot better than other kids' yeah, lunch. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was no good. So All one right. time, I uh, this wasn't on Valentine's Day, but I opened up my locker. I think I was in junior high school, and I had some uh, kids that were 
not being nice to me at times. <laughs> so I opened up my locker, and there was my, and we didn't have locks on it. There was my lunch. I opened up my lunch, and they'd thrown a dead garter snake oh, in there. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was it for my lunch for the day. Yeah, so yeah, was, yeah that would do it. Yeah. That would I had it. my revenge later. Yeah. Did uh, you? I'll bet you did. Uh, <laughs> You got to stick up for yourself when in I, school. Well, when I came we'll back out of the mil- when I came back in the military, I hunted them all down. <laughs> oh, there you okay. go. All right. All right. Well, they they still live. They still live. Okay. Though. Good. That's, okay. That's good. Just I let you know. I do that. Use that cat. Sounds like a bad Bruce Willis film. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> what was the name? Uh, oh, I can't think of it. Never mind. Go ahead, Tom. It's sports time. Okay. So Anthony Edwards, prior to the game last night, had a sore knee, and it was actually questionable for the game. Oh, really? Uh, and then somebody said something to him in the hallway, like, oh, you can't play, huh? <laughs> and so he went out, and he scored 18 points in the first quarter. Poor baby and, got a sore knee. Yeah, and 41 in the game, <laughs> uh, and just torched the Trailblazers. Uh, it was a close game, most of it, and the Wolves kind of ran away with it in the end. Edwards finishing with 41 points, and Kale Alexander-Walker finished with 18 off the bench. I think he went 5 for 6 from three-point range. The Wolves still in first place in the Western Conference at 38-16. and 16. They take on the Blazers again tomorrow night, and again it will be in Portland. Giannis Antetokounmpo just miss, missing a triple-double. Bucks though, didn't do very well against the Miami Heat, 123-97. I think they were retiring Shaquille O'Neal's number. Is that what it was? Last night. Oh, oh. No, 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 that would have been with Orlando, right? I'm not sure. He didn't play with Miami, did he? I guess I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, not, that's a different Basketball game. novices here. Pay no attention to the guy delivering sports. <laughs> what was your Lillard. name again? <laughs> 16 points for the Bucks, who finished 2-2 two and two in their four-game homestand. Yeah. Bucks finished Memphis tomorrow night. They'll visit there in their final game before the All-Star break. College basketball, number 21, Wisconsin. Uh, ended its four-game losing streak with a 62-54 win over Ohio State. Uh, and UW will visit Iowa on Saturday. Minnesota Wild go for their fourth win in a row. They'll take on the Arizona Coyotes at Mullet Arena tonight. Uh, the Wild coming off a 5-3 win over Vegas Golden Knights on Tuesday. Yes, it's actually called Mullet Arena. Is it yes. named after the hairstyle? or it's is there be, a, right? Well, there uh, may be a company named Mullet. Well, I don't know. Come on. I mean, it, it seems pretty obvious, doesn't it? Tonight's <laughs> yeah. game starts at 8.30 tonight. Uh, local college hockey this weekend. Of course, Bruce Siski's not here today, but he will mm-hmm. be uh, hosting, uh, actually calling the games at Amsoil Arena. Number five, Denver, will visit Friday and Saturday. The UMD women, ranked number 10, will take on St. Cloud State, and that will be also here. We'll have all of those games for you uh, this weekend. Men's Bruce has got to stock hockey. up on the throat spray here over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Get a little that's, raspy there? That's, well, no, that's a lot of calling uh, oh, that's hockey yeah, over two Bruce games. going to need that, Ooh. yeah. Four games on the weekend. Yep. Uh, also, college hockey this weekend. St. Scholastica men and women will be at Augsburg this weekend. UWS men at River Falls. The UWS women will host Northland. High school boys hockey playoffs in Wisconsin already. Superior started off Division One action with a win over Ashland, 7-1. So we some regular season action yesterday. East edging Marshall in two over oh, in overtime rather three to two wow. and Hermantown defeated Grand Rapids four one yesterday high school girls hockey section A championship will happen tonight in Proctor it's Proctor Hermantown versus Duluth Marshall that's a seven o'clock puck drop tonight 
And pitchers and catchers report. Yeah. Here comes baseball. With the yeah. Twins down in the, the most wonderful place on the planet, Fort Myers, Florida. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and if you're you going down there to see him? I'm not. I'm not going to go Pete's there. Age. I'm going to be uh, heading to our nation's capital Ooh, this DC. week. Cherry Bl- no, no, Cherry Blossom is going early for that. next month. Yeah. No, next President's month. Day is Monday, though. Yeah. Oh, well, there no. you go. You're going to see the president uh, while you're there? Uh, I, I, I you got a special been invited to the White House? Yeah, special maybe, invitation. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not invited there, but um, but okay. you can um, always storm the place and see how far you get. See the. I've never been there, so I want to. See some of the just the. There is a lot to see. Apparently, I've never been there either, but I've seen pictures. <laughs> well, you know the last uh, the last citizen that went to the White House and sat around and had a beer with Obama, and now here he'd have a little Geraldol with the president. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There you go, cute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, there it is. <laughs> All right. That Thank is, you. Uh, appreciate it. I'll catch you back here next hour for more. <laughs> uh, we got to take a break and we'll be right back. More of the morning show here on KDAM. Neil, we're featuring uh, songs with love in the title here on Valentine's love. Day, so here's another one. And right in the middle of a good dream, like all at once I wake up from something that keeps knocking. This is the ever famous Partridge family. My word. Partridge. With David Cassidy and Shirley Jones and all those folks. And the song is I Think I Love You. David Cassidy still around? I'm not sure. I don't think she is. Uh, let's go to the phones. I think we got Dan first off here. Dan, you're with Thanks us. All. Morning. Good morning, and uh, happy Valentine's Day. And the same well, Happy Valentine's Day to you. Charlie. I didn't get you one, but <laughs> I didn't get anyone. Oh, either. okay. Dan, anyway, maybe uh, maybe you and I and your old roommate should get together for Valentine's Day afterwards. Oh, the Deke. Huh? The Deekster, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's told <laughs> stories about me. Oh, he's told me everything I will not mention on the radio. I will not oh, tell you any stories about him. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm calling about Putin. I hope everybody watched Tucker's interview with Putin because I, I think we need to wake up. We need to realize that we've been manipulated for a long time. I trust Putin. He's a very intelligent man. I don't, you know, we could pick up all the propaganda. We hear about how he's an evil man, the the devil incarnated and all this stuff. But he's he seems like a, a very, very intelligent person. We need to ask who blew up the pipeline, that pipeline that was blown up. Who blew up the pipeline? And also we need to know that uh, most of the conflicts that occur around the world that we were involved with, it's just about getting money and, and laundering money. It's not really about what's going on in those countries. It's about filtering money back to the collective or whatever you want to call them. And they're ripping people off. And we need to get, you know, we need to get control of our government because, it, you know, it's Can, Candace Owens. Do you know who she is? No. Oh, she's a African-American uh, uh, news lady, and she was talking about it, too. People need to go online and get the truth, because our media is whitewashing things are, are controlling what people think, and we need to, you know, you know what I'm saying, Neil? Yeah, I hear you there, right. Dan. Yeah, well, thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Dan, thank you. Yeah. Good to hear from you. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the devil is intelligent, throat. too, isn't he? I think Pardon so. Me? The devil was also intelligent, I believe. So very manipulative. Yeah, it can still be. Yeah, they, you know, remember. Yeah, I don't when, know. When uh, George Bush, Jr.'s uh, W, mm-hmm. spoke at the United Nations, the former president of Venezuela got up and spoke, and said, 
and went and said, whoo, in Spanish, <laughs> the fumes from hell are dissipating Oh, now. brother. Mm-hmm. All right, to the phone we go again. Hi, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Jerry. All right, Jerry. Jerry. Hi, we need a, a little, little fan brightness too? this morning, okay. a little grin. <laughs> yeah. A grin from Jerry. Okay, little Billy was leaving church, and he handed the pastor a dollar bill at the door. Oh. And the, and the pastor says, what's this, Billy? Oh, that's my allowance. Wow, Billy, you don't have to give me your allowance. And Billy said, I think I do, because my dad said that you're the poorest pastor we've ever had. Oh, <laughs> ah, That's a cute one. Jerry. I like that. Yeah. That's... <laughs> so uh, every dollar helps, I guess. When you're the right. poorest, so there's a mayor in Minnesota, the mayor of Winnebago, Minnesota, okay. down in uh, south. Uh, what is it, Winnebago, southwestern Minnesota? I guess. And uh, and his son are charged. With, is that where they um, make the RVs, or is that a whole other story? I think in that county they make the okay, RVs. Down there. That's where Winnebago, Winnebago is located. Uh, mayor Scott Robertson. Of course, there's in, a Winnebago Lake in Wisconsin too. So I don't uh, know. this is Minnesota. No. Okay. Winnebagos are made in Minnesota. Right. I believe. Just wondering. Okay. <laughs> uh, mayor Scott Robertson. He's 67, and his son Jacob, who's 46, are facing two felonies related to unlawful cultivation of what? Dave. Uh, uh, marijuana. There you go. They uh, ended up finding on their property. Uh, 240 cannabis plants growing at the Winnebago properties owned by the Robertsons. Wow. And uh, under last year's new state law legalizing recreational use, Minnesota allows up to eight plants to be legally grown. The mayor was elected in 21. The city is uh, 1,300 people who didn't respond for a request. Now, obviously, they had a greenhouse or some for the uh, facility growing these because you can't grow them this time of year out in the open and hydroponics and the whole nine yards so they've got some big issues the complaint alleged he told police his son might have eight plants at a property on main street Mm -hmm. reportedly denied any plants were growing at the other property before he said he had planted 200 in greenhouses. Wow. Uh, the father and son previously had a licensed hemp cultivating operation in the city, and it goes on and on and on. So I just went to uh, the Winnebago website, and they don't say where they're made for granite. Oh, my God. I can't find anything. Well, well in uh, any case. Well, cases are also ongoing against Good Thunder Mayor Robert Anderson for alleged embezzling of public funds and Waseca Mayor Randy Zimmerman for alleged perjury about whether he lived within the city limits before the election or not. Sounds like a former state legislature down in uh, Minnesota. Remember that guy that got uh, stopped with his vehicle with expired Wisconsin tabs and it turned out his driver's license was from Wisconsin and he Mm. allegedly lived in Minnesota and got elected to the state legislature. (laughs) We got some crazy people out here getting elected to office these days. I can't figure out where Winnebago is made. Where? It's neither Wisconsin nor Minnesota. Iowa. It's in Winnebago County, Iowa. Iowa. Which is where they make the Winnebago. Well, they've got those Winnebagos all over the (laughs) place. Apparently so. There you go. Figure that one out. Well, anyway, we've got some mayors in deep trouble here. Now All right. In, if so. you're a uh, rideshare person, and I've never taken a rideshare, so I don't know how that works even, but if you're going to be in a major airport uh, today between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., you may not be able to get a rideshare from Uber, Lyft, or DoorDash. They're all going on strike for those several hours for more money and better working conditions. 
They say they're sick of working 80 hours a week just to make ends meet. They're picketing airports in Newark, Austin, Chicago, Hartford, <clears throat> Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, uh, three airports in Florida and Rhode Island. Strike has been organized by the Justice for App Workers Coalition, representing about 130,000 drivers. Well, when did this become a full-time endeavor? This was always, when this first came out, It was just a part-time thing. And Lyft was like, we're going to drive around in our car and make some extra money. And all of a sudden, it's now, now we need a union, we need (laughs) benefits, we need all this sort of stuff. It's because it's exploded in popularity. There's a whole lot of people who do it now. Well, we had the... The uh, cab driver. It's amazing that the uh, cab uh, yeah. drivers. It's going to be tough. They were to upset about all right. this. You had uh, around the world mm-hmm. where Uber and Lyft were. You had cab drivers sabotaging people's cars, wow. slitting the tires and the whole nine yards because they were cutting into their action. Yeah. And I remember here in Duluth when it first came about, mm-hmm. uh, the cab companies were up in arms because they had to go through all the regulations and the rules and licensing, and you could go and get approved by Uber and go and drive around and Just cut into right their. Away. Their deal, and it was pretty upsetting for him. So, yeah, I uh, again, I have never taken a, an Uber ride, so I don't know how that works. Neither I have I. You, I guess you have to get an app on your phone, and then you've got to have an app on yeah. your phone. You have your credit card, and you mm-hmm. give them a tip. It comes through the credit card right. the whole night. No nine money yards. is exchanged. And I, I know some friends that have taken them in town here, and yeah. it's like. You kind of negotiate the price. Uh, it, you know, I'll give you a ride down here for ten bucks or oh, whatever. Oh, they tell you what it's going to be. They're, yeah, they'll tell you how much they're going to oh, charge you. All right. And uh, you see the people driving around with the little uh, lit on deal there? on oh. their dash. Oh, that's that shows it. that they're an Uber or a Lyft. Oh. And uh, a friend of mine was doing it up in Fargo. Okay. And he said it was. Very interesting. Uh, the people they'd be picking up from. Well, time I imagine, to time. yeah, you get a whole variety of folks, especially after bar closing. <laughs> he said he had some uh, interesting propositions yes. from time to time. So you got room in here for a pizza and a six pack? I don't know. I'd, I'd be, I'd be uh, not happy <laughs> right. about that. Oh boy, here we go. We'll take a break and be right back. Continuing the trend of songs with love in the title on Valentine's Day. This kind of bucks the trend. It's called Love Stinks. Uh-oh. <laughs> love Stinks. The Jay Giles Band. I remember this one well. <laughs> did you have a few stinkers in your time, did you? Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, let's get to the phones here, and I forget who it is on the line, but hi. Good morning. Hey, Don here. Oh, that's What's right, Don. story about first grade teacher picking the guy up? <laughs> At the cloakroom and shaking him. Yeah, yep. that was Neil. So you got to play Elvis. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. All shook up. Cute. I'm all shook up. All right. That worked. Yeah, Thanks, I appreciate Don. that. We should have done that. <laughs> all, all right, very good. Uh, to the phones we go. We got yet another call this morning. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tom from Fort Wayne. Tom, hey, Tom. what's shaking? Well, you know, I had to kind of bounce off of what uh, Dan from Renshaw was talking about. Not, uh, I'm not going to discuss the uh, lack of or the amount of intelligence of Vladimir Putin, but I do want to discuss what appears to be uh, their call out for a negotiation. I personally believe they've taken uh, what they want from the Ukraine, and now they're going to negotiate. And they, they conquered just enough so they can negotiate some of that away. But they're going to hang on to the, what they have right now, pretty much. And I, I was wondering, you know, I, I would prefer to have asked this question to uh, Professor Kaiser, but mm. 
I'll let Neil uh, field this one. That's that's my gut feeling, Neil. It, this is done. It's a done deal now. They never were going to conquer all of it, and they're certainly not going to invade NATO. I mean, that would be profoundly ignorant, uh, as opposed to you know something uh, intelligent. What, whatever, whatever no, even though even though Trump gave him the uh, red light, green light, right? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm now, being facetious. Does, is here. the Ukraine going to agree with the talks? That's well, the here's you know, uh, Tom, you bring up. They don't uh, have a choice. You bring yet, up a yeah. good point. How long is this uh, this attrition of a war going to go on? And uh, will the if if there is a negotiated settlement here, and then Russia keeps the areas that they are currently occupying, is is that where they're going to stay? I guess that's the big that's the elephant in the room. That's the unanswered question. Uh, the idea was that the reason why Putin is doing this for the future is he's trying to grab the uh, uh, grain production and the agricultural production areas of Ukraine because that's where potentially the future is. There are some that are poo-pooing the fact that, you know, Russia's all worried because they've got massive oil reserves, and, of course, we're never going to use oil again, right? <laughs> that's not the case. Well, all the projections you know, down, down the line from all the economists that deal with oil and the use of oil is oil oil production is going to be at these levels, if not more, for decades. And no matter what uh, the climate alarmists want to say about this. Uh, could, I, could I say one last thing, uh, Neil? Yeah. I listened... I listened to the BBC on Sunday, uh, and they had a never-Trumper, you know, radio station. They still do, and they were talking to a never-Trumper from Poland who was in the administration during the Trump uh, years. Okay, and you know what he said about this whole situation with NATO and Trump making those comments. And mind you, neither one of these people like Trump, but he said. The first thing it did was it increased the money that was uh, allocated from these countries to NATO. Yep. They started to pay because, you know what, there was uh, a new uh, sheriff in town, yep. and the sheriff was saying, you know, you people want protection, you better pony up the money. And that is from people who disliked him. It had all of the effect that it needed to. And, you know, unless... Uh, the Europeans are going to pony up the manpower, and I mean actual men on the line in Ukraine. Russia is going to negotiate, and they're going to keep that warm water port that they've always desired. And whether the Europeans like it or not, the problem for them is they don't want to put up the 200,000 men on the border. They didn't want to do it from the start. They want to send them a couple of bucks here and there, $55 billion the Europeans gave them just a month ago. And then that's it. They don't want to put men, which is what they need. In order for, to get Russia to retreat, they would need 200,000 Germans, French, Brits. On the line. Otherwise, forget it. They're in the catbird seat, and they're going to take the rest of what they want of Ukraine, and let them have the rest of. Uh, let the Ukrainians have the rest of that. Eighty uh, percent of the country. They really don't care. Well, I think I think there should be negotiations down the road here, and that they need to stop the nonsense yeah. there. Uh, and the Russians, unfortunately, uh, historically, they've shown that they're willing to throw millions of men into the grinder with mm. with uh, no concern. Thank you, Tom, for the call. By the way. Yeah, We're time. at 8.45. We'll take another oh, break. Oh, we go. It is the morning show here on KDAL. 
the KDAL Morning Show. On a Valentine's Day, love is all around. Love is it's the Trogs, famous for Wild Thing, but this was another hit that the Trogs did. Uh, coming up, uh, starting on Thursday, it's the uh, Duluth Sports Show down at the deck. So I hear tomorrow. Uh, and it'll continue, of course, through Sunday. Then on Saturday, KDAL's got a couple of shows that'll be broadcasting live down there. Are you going to be down there? Uh, not on Saturday. I'll be there Friday. All right. I won't be broadcasting live, but I'll be there. Uh, Talk of the Town with Tracy Lundeen uh, from 9 until noon on Saturday. We'll be down at the deck at the uh, sports show. And that'll be followed by a special Friday, uh, Saturday fishing frenzy with Rick Jordan. On Saturday afternoon from noon until 1. Wow. So that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, so a couple different get... programs down there at the deck. Yeah, they're trying to get me to get down there. I'll probably yeah. get down there Saturday. Oh, Sometime that's good. During yeah. Saturday, I'll come down and, and harass hawk, Tracy. hawk the deal. Maybe harass Tracy. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get there that early. Oh, well, that, it's so. 9 to noon. I know. It's not Maybe that I'll early. come by at 11 or He used to be like on that. earlier Saturday morning, but... Well, Tracy and I, when we used to do uh, our our, uh, wake-up call there on Saturday mornings, Uh we used to do from 6 a.m. until 9, (laughs) and then Cadigan had come on after us with the polka friends. I got you. See, that would be a wake-up call. That was uh, days, I'll tell you, at least it was Saturday morning. No, that's true. Comical, but uh, say I'll tell you, they're really getting on at, uh, the wolves right now up here in this neck of the woods. They're, uh, you know, apparently there's a whole lot of wolves and they're causing a whole lot of problems. Well, according to the DNR, that's not the case. I know. According to farmers, our congressmen, and, yeah. <laughs> and a couple other right. hunters, it is. Frankly, I think what it all comes down to is that um, uh, people want to hunt. The people mm-hmm. that are hunters want to go out in there and bag themselves a wolf. I and, suppose. And when you hear well, from the, the problem deer, is they want to want to get some deer too, and the wolves are taking the deer before uh, they can. Supposedly, the, who was here before us? Uh, the wolves and the yeah, deer. You got it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they, this is a, nat- this is a natural thing. deal. Yeah, it deal is. But we're trying to hone in on this natural thing and, and get let me, our share. Let me tell you something. There's some whiners out there, and there's all kinds of reasons why the deer hunt isn't. It may be as good as as some think it has. The weather's been a big factor. Right. There's other factors involved, and now they're uh, evil wolves blaming it on the wolves now. Yeah. And all the science evidence and all the evidence from the DNR is not the case. But so now they've got on video a wolf chasing a deer, going past a bunch of loggers and killing oh, really? the deer. And so now they're showing that the uh, wolf is uh, wolves are wow. not fearful of humans now. In the past, what's happened, if people complain to the DNR that if wolves are taken down livestock and that sort of thing, right. the DNR will come in and, and take the wolves down. Or at least relocate them. Or relocate them or whatever. So <laughs> the point of the too. matter is, is, you know, people are encroaching more into yeah. their natural habitat right. and on and on and on, and you're going to hmm. uh, collide and... And hunters want to bag the deer, and wolves want to bag the deer for survival. We're bagging the deer because of it's our fun. of our thrill yeah, of right. going out for the hunt. And right. a lot of kids grew up on that, and I certainly don't begrudge anybody wanting mm. to go out and hunt. I know a lot of kids that uh, do it. Our our buddy uh, Mike Kaiser that comes here, yeah. you know, he grew up hunting, and he and his right. brothers do the hunt. But not as many anymore, though. That's the thing. I think it's hunting d- it's has dropping been off dropping a little bit, quite a bit, right? The kids so, aren't doing it as much as they used to. So, in my mind, trying to go out and blame the the wolves yeah. for all our ills, I think, is the wrong course. But it sounds like our congressman is beating the drum with the hunters yeah. that want to 
go and do a wolf kill. Right. And so it's going to be interesting where the battle occurs on all of this. Let us head back to the phone. Hi, who's this? Dale knows me as Jeff, the Uber guy. Oh, really? Hi. Hi, hi guys. I just wanted to, I heard you talking about it earlier. I just yeah. wanted to comment. You're uh, not on strike, are you? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I am not going to be going on strike today. But <laughs> well, thankfully, that's good yeah. for you. <laughs> I did I did hear about it a few days ago. There's a local Uber Facebook group that was telling everybody to make sure they went on strike today, but no, really? I won't be participating. Okay. Good. But what I wanted to say is that so Duluth, uh, this area, Duluth, Superior, Hermantown, uh, got Uber in our area about seven years ago. And uh, Neil's right. Most of the worldwide, most of the drivers are part-time for extra income, what have you. There are some of us, though, including me. I do it full-time. It's my full-time career for hmm. the seven years. And uh, if it wasn't a good living and if I wasn't happy, I wouldn't be doing it. I'd do something else. All right. Well, yeah. I bet you you meet a bunch of interesting people. Back <laughs> in my uh, college days, when I just out of college, I drove cab for a while, yellow cab, in town when that was a company here. And met all kinds of interesting people. Of course, they, they had the meter. Now, do you guys, uh, is it... Up to you to charge what you're going to charge, or are there set charges? No, it's preset. Uh, it's preset by Uber for every ride. One of the oh. big complaints, one of the, one of the things about this uh, strike today is Uber, Uber and Lyft both get quite a high percentage of every ride you give. Uh-huh. Forty-three, forty-four percent, and most drivers around the world think that's too high and too much, mm-hmm. and they're kind of protesting today about that. And they have a point, but. What are you going to do? Now, well, you've got to pay your own gas. They don't reimburse you for your gas, do they? Nope. you got to pay your own gas. you got to uh, pay your own repairs, get new tires, yep. everything that's entailed. The mm-hmm. good news is, though, you get when you do your taxes, you get quite a lot of, uh, from the federal government, tax breaks. It's kind of a wash with the money you're investing. You get a pretty good break at the end of the year for taxes. Wow. So. so have you had any issues with people that you've picked up? No, you know, you might remember this, Neil, but I used to have a little cab business for quite a while before Uber. And there there you had some shady situations and characters. But with Uber and Lyft, uh, I've, I've done, I don't know, gosh, 45,000 rides or more and uh, never, had, never had an issue. And one of the reasons you don't have an issue versus the cab business is everybody's kind of free. No, oh, what's the word? You, you have to have a credit card. You right. have to have a residence. You have to be kind of an established human yep. being yep. so everybody's pretty decent and That's i work pretty much i'm only also yeah is it like a pay in advance type thing anyway so credit card yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's prepaid on the cards yeah. right yeah. Okay. so there's no cash involved mm-hmm. uh, uh i know that in some communities uh drivers have been upset because there's been carjackings but I, we haven't seen that no. uh much up in this neck of the woods i know when when i drove cab uh they provided the cab they provided the gas and all the maintenance and we split at 50-50. So I, I got 50% of the fare, but then they paid for all the insurance, everything else, and now you're paying for all that out of your pocket. So I can understand where where some people are, are tangling with Uber and Lyft on that. How many Uber drivers in this area, do you know? Oh, it, it varies. They, they, okay. Like, like I said, there's so many that are part-time that just come and go and work the hours that they feel like they want to work. So some days... Just me and maybe a couple other people, and some days there's 15 of us out here, and you just never know day to day. Do you kind of battle for the person who wants an Uber, or how does that work? No, but the Uber the Uber app sends a, uh, when a customer orders a ride, it sends a signal to the 
most the closest oh. available driver, and okay. uh, it's totally random. Neat idea. But I can tell you this. Yeah, it's, uh, I go about 6, 6.30 in the morning. Listen to you guys, of course, today. But I go 6 <laughs> or 6.30 in the morning till I'm home by before 4 in the afternoon, and right. it's nonstop busy all day long. Really? Wow. Okay. That's the funny so thing. So what's a, what's a typical fare? Uh, Money-wise? Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you charge if, let's say, I put on the deal and I need to, uh, I'm downtown here and I need to get up to the airport? Uh, about it would cost you approximately twenty five dollars. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. And then the driver would make uh, the driver would make I don't know fourteen, thirteen, fourteen. Plus, of course, your ten dollar tip, Neil. Right. There. There you go. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> because you're a good guy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I go to work at three in the morning, so I suppose I can't call you then. Yeah, I'm uh, a couple <laughs> hours away from waking up yet, <laughs> All right, just checking. Well, thanks for the enlightenment. We yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, very nice. I, I guess All I right, didn't know man. how it worked before, uh, so now keep we know. It, keep yeah. us posted, okay? <laughs> All right, uh, Neil, the stock market this morning would kind of tank yesterday. Oh, it was a bad one yesterday. Yeah. I think we're going to have a little rebound today. Uh, this indeed. Wall Street opening with stocks higher this morning after that big sell-off yesterday. That was due in part because of the higher-than-expected inflation yeah. uh, rate, I guess. Uh, at the opening bell, the Dow, the S&P 500, NASDAQ, all higher this morning. So there you go. See, I was talking to a friend of ours yesterday I, I, when I was coming back from Two Harbors, and we were talking a little bit about the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And people went nuts in Frisco. They had videos of people throwing their TVs out oh, the window no. through their house, grabbing their <laughs> phones, breaking them in half, smashing oh. them on the ground. Because their team didn't win. Yeah, well, they should have. They, I mean, they certainly had the lead for a while. We were just, I can see where they'd be upset, but not that upset. I, I, Oof. You know, your phones are costing you seven, <laughs> 800 to 1200 bucks, yeah, and that, right. that's an expensive deal there to ruin that. Throw your TV, your 70-inch TV, <laughs> yeah. through the picture glass window. Ooh. What's the repair on that, huh? Yeah. Uh, Kansas City, by the way, is having their big parade today. Ooh. Uh, to welcome the Super Bowl champs back to town. And the uh, the sheriff and the police department uh, don't want Taylor anywhere near that. <laughs> they said it would make it even worse than it already oh, is going to be. I think she's off in concert how somewhere many, anyway. How but. much money? It was a couple hundred million, I believe, the oh, team yeah. is raked in because of yeah, her Yeah, just presence. because of her being around. Yeah. That's right. It's certainly well, changed things. You can't uh, figure it out. So, but uh, <laughs> People who so, don't like football uh, get into Taylor, and they'll, they'll watch football because of it. So there you go. So, so you're going to be here on Friday with me. I right? will indeed. So we should talk about this huge development that they want to do on top of the hill here oh, yeah. where the old Central High School is. Apparently, uh, initially 60 condominium units, mm-hmm. 220 uh, unit apartment buildings, but they want a huge amount of money in tax subsidy, I like suppose, 40, yeah. 40 million bucks. Got to make it worth their while to build and all this a, stuff. Apparently, it's a five or six year plan. They mm-hmm. they were planning on like almost a half a billion dollars in investment in housing. Uh, we'll see how this goes. They're, uh, Even the, the older state. old central is now. Open. It's ready to go. Yeah, in fact, they just did a story on that this morning. They're uh, they're already renting out the units. So. They said it was mixed rate housing. That, so I'm not sure what that uh, means, what it, but uh, um, I suppose they're pretty uh, high rates if they're. Mixed. I suppose <laughs> anywhere from uh, a cubby hole from a grand a month to, ah, to three thousand dollars a month. I wonder who gets to stay in the clock tower. If I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll leave you with some more love. The Beatles have oh, a happy love, Valentine's love. Day, and we'll there catch you, you on Friday.